Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Laureen and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory. Welcome to Living with Victory Radio Podcast. And this is Tony Giorgio, your co-host with Laureen Giorgio. And you're about to hear our story, He Hideth My Soul. And the way this year has been, there's been a lot of hiding for us, and I'm sure for you too. So we are bringing this to you with something new. We can be heard on WPTL 101.7 FM and 9.20 AM on Sundays at 8 AM, okay? And there's live stream, it's online. And so now I'm going to bring on my co-host, author, and columnist, Laureen, who has the verse for today and the topic. Hey, Laureen, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. It's so good to be doing a new program and to be on WPTL. That's our old stomping ground coming back. We're happy to be here. He hideth my soul. Psalm 71, 2, 3. And this is from the Amplified Classic Bible King James Version. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Bow down your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge in which to dwell and a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort, which you have appointed to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Now this is David speaking to God. Because he's been running from Saul. Saul had wanted to kill him because God appointed David to be king. 
I don't know if I, I could handle that kind of a circumstance for 15 years. Right? Somebody chasing you, trying to kill you, you know, and every place you turn. I think that's a little bit of stress. A little? Okay. <laughs> a little stressful. But here, he's talking to God, and he's saying to him in that first verse, deliver me in your righteousness, in God's righteousness, not in his own, no, but in God's righteousness. That's right. And in that righteousness, cause me to escape from my enemy. Mm. Yes. Okay. Then he's saying, bow down your ear, God, bow it down to me and save me. Hear yeah. me. Hear my cry. Right. Okay. And then in the next verse, he says, be to me a rock of refuge mm. in which to dwell. The rock of ages. Exactly. And the rock is Jesus. Yes. And he never wavers. Never. And a sheltering stronghold to which I may continually resort, that I may never leave. Yes. You know, go yeah. away, come back, but stay, stay strong. Right. Okay? In him. Which you, Lord, have appointed to save me. You are my rock and my fortress. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I don't know what you may be going through right now. There are so many circumstances that can just bring us down and bring us to our knees, and, and we can't figure out which way to go, how to go. And here David, he's running, and he's saying, save me, because I don't know where to go. Either. He's running for his you life know? constantly. And uh, so we can relate to David in a lot of ways, sure. because even Paul... The Apostle Paul said, we as Christians die all day long because yeah. of all of the things that come at us. When you think of it, it's amazing we get in bed and say, oh, thank God the day is over sometimes. Right. <laughs> but, you know, he also said that because of Christ, we are more than conquerors. Yes, right. That everything that hits us, no matter what it may be, we can overcome with him. Right. I guess that, that I can plug something right here while I'm at it. That's why you, you wrote the book, right? Climbing out of your despair with God's promises, not your promises, not your neighbors, your parents, your husband, your wife, God's promises. They're tried and true. They're not going to change. And he'll follow through. He can't lie. Nope. So he's not going to break a promise if we're doing our part. And our part is to trust him and sometimes just to totally stop trying to fix the problem and stand still and let him do what has to be done. But here's the problem. It has to be in my time and my will and my way. Oh, no, it's his will. He not only is in the present, he's in the future, he was and is in the past. Exactly. He is the Omega, the Almighty. You can't figure it out. Maybe when we get up there, we'll figure it out. But believe me, you've got 
Christ the King. You're a child of a king. So look at it that way. Don't look so dismayed. I mean, this year for us has been like to throw it in the trash can, burn it, whatever I could do with it, but I couldn't. You know, this year was really a challenge. It, it just seemed like it went from one thing to the other. Just remember, if you're looking for a place to hide, okay, during the most horrific experiences of your lives, besides looking back if you've been trusting him for other things for a long time to see how he's brought you through and lean on those, but he will hide us in the cleft of the rock while holding us up Yes. And give us peace and joy while going through it, even though it's total mayhem all around us. So you don't fall on your face and you can't get up because he's right there with you. And that's something that we all, including me, have to sink into our being that he's there. He doesn't just come and go. He follows you. If you have his spirit within you, if you're a child of God, then he's with you. The fact is that while David was in his circumstance, he knew to raise his eyes to Christ. Yes. Because when you keep your eyes on him and get your eyes off of your problem, then your strength and your courage and your safety will come. Right. And you will feel your peace. But yes. you have to keep looking at him. You can't always look for the burning bush in the Old Testament. They had the burning bush. It doesn't always happen that way. It's in modern times, he's still there. He's not the God of the Old Testament. I found this to be with everything that I went through in this past year. It was amazing to me how if you do leave it to him and lean on him, he works it out in, in ways that you wouldn't believe he could. Because some of them were so minute. And so, oh, I could have just done this and it would have been okay. Not a big to do about it, you know, but you don't realize that. But he cares about you enough if it's a small result or a large result. When he takes hold of it, it doesn't matter. That's right. Real, real quick, I, I just want to mention that, God bless them, Teague's Grocery and Cafe, they are our sponsors. They have been for so many years, and, and we really appreciate them. We've all been through the last couple of years that have been total insanity, right? COVID, oh God, you know, losing loved ones. Starting out in a, in a very simple way this year, I decided, well, decided the eye doctor decided it's time for cataract surgery. At, at our age, these things do happen. So we planned the whole thing and get it out of the way. Got a good, blessed doctor really, really knowing his, his stuff and planned it all and got ready, did one eye at a time and, 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 you know, had to convalesce in between. And this all started in December of last year. And we went through the whole thing, came into the year, and I believe we had both eyes done and then went back for the checkup, right? right. Well, the right eye was not healing properly. And I did have a few floaters, you know, the usual things as you age. And the doctor just could not figure out why it wasn't healing. There was something behind the eye. 
I'm not seeing properly. I go in one week, I pass the eye exam, I see. I go the next time, couldn't even see the chart, right? Yes. <laughs> couldn't even he see it. He was baffled. He was. He poor really man. was a poor man. So he decides, let, let's do this. Now, I, I'm feeling in good shape. He said, let, let's investigate what's happening and sends me for an MRI. And so I went for an MRI. Now, now we're into this year already then. They found an incidental discovery, they call it. Something popped up they weren't looking for. Well, it was a brain tumor. Think of it, you're sitting down with a doctor and says you got a brain tumor. Well, okay. It, it, bless God, it, it turns out that it was benign, number one. But the problem was it had been growing for years. It had been there and it stretched from that eye behind my right eye leaning on that nerve, all the way down into my ear canal, which I lost some hearing in my right ear. My wife used to think it was selective hearing, see, but, but it wasn't. And it was one of those tumors, even though it was benign, it was sort of like an octopus, and it had tentacles. And it reached out, and it was really close to my brain stem. And so they didn't want to operate, but they decided to do this uh, cyber knife radiation that you get in like the three days, four days to shrink the tumor. It doesn't take it out or anything. It kills it so that it's dormant. And it bears watching and that sort of thing. Like Laureen had her breast cancer and God bless her, she's a 10-year survivor. But she went through 33 radiation treatments in seven, seven weeks, wasn't it? Yes. Well, I had half of those in three days. It did shrink the tumor, but, but here's, here's the thing, I guess. When he hides you in the rock, and he covers you, and he does these little things. I'm a guy of the doo-wop era, right? You know, that they went through this whole thing on how this procedure was going to be. It's done with a robot. No human touches you. Of course, they've got a, a neurosurgeon in the room, and it's all prepared properly. But they had this picture of this little robot on a table, right? And mm -hmm. this is what was going to do it. Well, the morning it was all ready to go. I'm all prepared to go in. And I walk into the room where the treatment's going to be. There's this robot. It's hanging from the ceiling and ominous and really scary. Let me tell you. I mean, I'm, I'm a big boy. You know, I come from Brooklyn, New York and all of that. And this thing was very intimidating. And this robot is roaming around looking at me and he's shooting radiation from across the room. They put a mask on you. They actually screw you to the table. I'm praying about this whole thing. And then the, the fellow, the technician, I hear over the loudspeaker, he says to me, what type of music would, would you like to hear? I could play music while you're, you know, I voted for my 50s, my doo-wop, and son of a gun. Boom, on came the 50s, okay? That's a God thing. Who, who would say, well, they, they've got a music library in here. But as I opened my eyes, as they laid me back down on my back, and I look up, there's this wonderful scene in the ceiling, and it's lit with stars and the heavens moving around. And this music's playing, and you're watching this. I felt like it took me right out of there, the smallest thing. The music I grew up with and loved brought back so many memories while I was on that table. And I never bothered with worrying 
about what was being done to me. I mean, this thing was coming at me, and he'd stare me right. I say he because <laughs> he was like an enemy, and this guy <laughs> was like, but we did have the doctor in the room all the time. And he'd shoot these rays at me, but, but he was targeting the areas. But I felt at peace, and I felt, you know, I kept praying for Jesus just to, to cover me and to hold me. Just looking up into the heavens. Oh, Lord. That, he he said, his he's there. He you. was there. And, yeah. and I didn't have to worry because he created all of that. It reminded me, he created all of that. And to think so much of me, you know, that, that he gave me something in that life and death situation, which it was, you know, and it still could be, I mean, but that's up to him, you know. But he gave me something to hide me away. Exactly. In the cleft of the rock. Exactly. In him I was. And he covers you with his hands. And he covered me with his yes. hands. And that big old machine, he had nothing on me and I told him so. <laughs> we had conversations. I told him I was afraid of you. That's where we've been, and it's been up and down since then, recovery, Laureen being my caretaker, and also with Laureen writing her column. She locally, she's in the Haywood vicinitus here in the area where we broadcast. Her books are, are over in uh, Organic Bean Coffee Shop here in Maggie. But the point is, we're still moving. I mean, she's on our hands and knees, God bless her. She's been through quite a bit, just taking care of me. But here we are. Understand, I'm talking to you, a man with a brain tumor. I was scared. I figured it was over with, you know, at my age. I got to go through this. Just been through cataract surgery. What's next? And, you know, fatigue, and, I, and we're pretty busy people. I couldn't do my therapy, tired and run down, couldn't get out of a chair. And then my back kicks in with the pinched nerve in my back. I'm walking around with a cane and a walker, and I, I'm going to start therapy now pretty soon. We're trying to tell you something. We're here. Because of him, my wife and I are here. It's no big secret. You know it if you believe and if you read that Bible. There is nothing that we can do without him, but we can do it all with him. Right, right, all with him. I'm nothing compared to what he can make me with, with his presence and his spirit. And you have to look at that the same way. And, and Laurie reflects this in her book, Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises. It's not just a, a it's a nonfiction book. It has a lot of what we've been through for 55 years. We're not talking newlywed here. We've been through the mill a few times. And we've had challenges. But we always come up. You have to understand, we always come up. We're being blessed with the ministry. It's moving forward. We're moving forward. The best part of it is that we are here to tell you because we know that we know that we know. That's right. Who our rock is. And we want you to have and understand the experience of leaning on that rock because you will be amazed and how it works out. The season for Thanksgiving is January through December mm -hmm. of every single day of your life. 
I just want to read two stanzas of He Hideth My Soul. Oh, yes. Because these words I'm sure you're going to relate to. A wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord, a wonderful Savior to me. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock where rivers of pleasure I see. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. Now, I just want to stop there because that caught me. If you listen to that, that shadows, and a shadow isn't real. Yes. A shadow is just something that is reflected off of something. Off of something okay? real. Okay? It looks like it will overcome you. But if Jesus is your rock and your fortress, what have you to fear? Right. Exactly. It's just a shadow. Yeah. It's another nuisance in, in, in the part of life, and he will handle it. And then it goes on saying, he hideth my life in the depths of his love. And his love is immeasurable. You can't even measure his love. And covers me there with his hand. Now, if you're covered by God's hand, what on this earth can destroy you exactly. when you're trusting in him? And, and you know, Satan has a way of making you feel that you're finished. I thought I was finished. A diagnosis of a brain tumor, it's over, you know. But I had the feeling that he needed more of me out here and down here and taking me home. I'm so happy for that. When I had my breast cancer, I have a little bread box my mom bought me, and I would go through and get the scripture verses. With the scripture verse, yes. And I took all those little cards. I guess they were about two inches. <laughs> I yes. took them with me to the hospital, and I just prayed the scripture. And I kept those cards out, and when Tony had to go in, I sat in the waiting room and prayed the scripture while he was getting his treatments. And I know there is power in reading God's word because the word is Jesus. When I went in for my treatments, lo and behold, the technician who had one of the greatest reputations of being the best technicians in radiology right. at the hospital was her technician also 10 years prior. And he was the one who set everything up for me. Well, what a comfort and joy that was to know. Exactly. But that was a gift. That was Jesus saying, it's okay. When you're going through a very hard time, that's why you have to keep your eyes on Jesus and not the problem. Because then you could start to see the small answers he's giving you. Keep your eye on the negative part of that problem. You will never see how he wants to work for you. That's right. You know, suicide, drugs, drinking, violence, none of that, none, none of that is a part of the answers. Jesus is the answer. He has it all, and he did it all for us, mm -hmm. you know. So you have to understand that 
Don't go the other way the world goes. Go the way your father, who is the king, who is a universal creator, who creates the universe. He's the one that rose. And he created you. <laughs> That's right. He created you. He created me, all of us. Yeah. We maybe talk about, you know, we write the books and the columns and we do the podcast and we're on WPTL and all of that. But but we're, we're not paid employees, okay? We do this because we want you to know that there is an answer. And, and even if you're in church and you're still despondent, you should not be. Church is inside of you. Number one, you take it home with you. You don't leave it there on Sunday. And that book that was written so many centuries ago is your life how to do. That word is the two-edged sword. Right. It's Christ. It's Christ's word. It's powerful, folks. That That's all we're trying to say to you. And we, I know we're, we're coming to an end of, of this session, but we're, we're so thrilled to be here and so privileged to actually talk to you about this because we know it's after 55 years of marriage. And I'll tell you, the honeymoon <laughs> was over a long time ago. When, when life takes over, believe me, it takes work. So, it, you know, if you're up and running after six months of marriage because they don't fold the sheets right or, or blah, 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 don't worry about the small stuff because the long run is a lot better than the short term. And if you said till death do us part, just remember that because there's so much more to it. Our motto really is, Jesus is your umbrella, and it is his will, his way, and his timing. If you want to know more, pick up a copy of her book online. It's on Amazon Kindle. It's, it's on Barnes & Noble in a devotional section. Mm -hmm. uh, a, locally here, Organic Bean Coffee company, Christine and Don Chamberlain over here in Maggie Valley are selling it. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is selling it, right? Blue Ridge Books is also. So you can get it or online. You can read it online. Remember, the, the main thing is everybody is just falling apart at the seams. You don't have to. You don't have to. Whatever it is. And really, we just are so happy to be at WPTL in Canton and, and broadcasting. And remember, they do have live stream also. You can get the app. You can listen to this on any podcast platform in the world. Okay? And if you need prayer, you can contact us. Our email is livingwithvictory at gmail.com, and we will be very happy to pray for you, actually pray with you. Right. In the season of Thanksgiving, we're so thankful yes. for the four to 5,000 followers that we have on the podcast and now through the radio and the books and all. We, we thank God for the opportunity to give you what we've learned over the years is, is the way to go. Okay? Remember, life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. 
peace, joy, love, and you, you'll get through anything if you just hold on. Don't quit. Don't quit. It, it's a wonderful life because he is your life and practice it that way. And for now, to all our, our listeners around, we thank you. And we are privileged to be on the air with you in podcasting and every other venue. Just have a wonderful week. And remember, be thankful year-round for everything because out of everything that you think is bad, there's good in there if you're looking at him as your resource to get out of it. God bless you, and we are really thankful for you and for Jesus. You can become a Living with Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the rain. Get ready, get ready, God in His goodness is God.